welcome to Confound Oppressed Downright Hopeful, starring Stephen Sturvin Michaels, and featuring, for today, his uh, handsome co-host, well not co-host, you're my producer this time, his handsome producer, Chan the Man Miller. Hello, everyone. Don't, don't turn into Kyle and start singing Lionel Richie here okay okay so it has been a while actually since i've done a confound depressed downright hopeful i don't know how many i aimed to release this year but i definitely have fallen short because this is episode seven and a lot has happened since uh episode six so i'm just going to start over here um, this is the podcast where I come to, uh, complain, bitch and moan, and try to talk myself through some, uh, you know, life, just life itself and get it out to other people that life isn't easy. And even if you joke around a bunch on a podcast and seem like, everything's going great that you don't have to pretend all the time that it's going great. And, uh, it's, it was designed confound depressed downright hopeful was designed to be my solo podcast, but it is so, let me tell you, it is so hard to do a solo podcast. Like Chandler's not saying a word, but I'm looking at him. I'm talking to him and it's like helping a lot because I feel like I'm talking to somebody. It's a lot different when there's just a mic in front of you and nothing else. Like you start to wander off into some shit that you wish you didn't say. I agree with that. When I streamed, I felt the same way. Like I was fine talking when someone was in my chat, but when it was just me with nobody there, it was very awkward. And it's like, you don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. Yeah, so we're going to we're going to try to ease me into the waters of solo podcasting. We're going to have Chan chime in. He will be my Lee Syatt to my Joey Diaz. Eventually, he will become my young Jamie to my Joe Rogan. But for now, he is my Lee Syatt. But I can't I can't get away with saying stuff about you that Joey Diaz says about Lee. Like cuz Joey is the one comedian that can say anything. He could get up in front of a crowd of people, say the N-word, and nobody would bat an eye. Like, that's just him. They'd be like, oh, it's just old Uncle Joey. But, you know, being me, not Uncle Joey, I gotta watch what I say. And, um... It's a hard thing to do to watch what you're saying on a podcast about depression. I'm just going to go ahead and get this out here because it needs to be said. You know, if I'm going to, in the future episodes, get real with the listeners, which I want to do. And this isn't just going to be me, you know, complaining about life with depression. This is just going to be life updates. And sadly, my 
mental health comes into play with a lot of my life decisions, <laughs> sadly, and uh, luck, really. But it always, and we'll get to this a little bit later, you know, I I have what some people would call stupid luck. It's luck where, or chaotic luck, where the bad thing happens, the bad luck thing happens, but it always pulls out. It always pulls through last minute. And, you know, so I'll talk about the hope I'm finding through things as well. But if I ever say anything such as mentioning of suicidal thoughts and that stuff, I want to go ahead and say there are a lot of people out there that live with depression that face suicidal thoughts all the time. And they are never going to act on it. Sure, there's some that will, but there's a lot that don't want to. It's just the thought is there. So if I mention having these at any point, I don't want anybody to worry about me. I've got this. I've gone five years with this uh, issue, and I ain't done it yet, and I ain't planning on it. It's just like uh, when I get in those moods you know it's not like I want to die I just don't want to live so napping helps a lot but the bad thing is I've been napping a lot lately <laughs> been missing out on stuff freaking Chandler came to do a podcast a couple uh, weeks ago or so and I was just passed out dog I was on the other side of the door on the couch and he was knocking and I was out and this was like 8 o'clock and I was out for the count. Yeah. Let's see. I probably called him a total of 8 or 10 times. I like pounded and pounded on the door and then I was like, well, it's been 30 minutes. My cat Lily nope. was like, the cops are here, dog, get up! The cops are here! No response, no nothing. I'm like, alright, I'm going home. I felt like a dick bag. I mean... <clears throat> but I got my little uh, warning out, my little PSA. So now we can get into the Sturvin Life updates. Since my last episode, I've gone through two breakups... But that's okay, because I got a date tomorrow. What? Yeah. Not going to talk too much about it, because I highly doubt she'll like me enough for a second date, but I'm still stoked. I've been wanting to ask this chick out since, like, high school, Dowg. Oh, so it's that one. Yeah, Dowg. She unghosted you. Yeah, Doug. I mean, there's already a red flag that she ghosted you. Look, man, I see red flags all around, but red is my favorite color. Okay. And we got another great, you know, high for today. I got my Kingdom Hearts hoodie. And now he looks like an official weeb. An official weeb. I mean, That's I was going to use like. something else, 
but... Dude, I look like a Pokemon gym trainer. You really do. I look like, especially when I had my hat on earlier when my mustache curled, I looked like I was about to pull a Pokeball out and challenge you to a gym battle. And the yellow stripes just help that so much. They do, but it's based off of Riku from Kingdom Hearts 3, and I'm so happy. And now I have to buy his Keyblade. Yeah. Shave my head and get a silver wig. Your head is shaved. I mean my face. Shave my face and get a silver wig. What about your eyebrows? I'll dye them. Okay. I've done it before. I highly suggest not dyeing your eyebrows, but I have done it. When I dyed my hair black and my beard black, I had brown eyebrows and it just didn't look right. But then my eyebrows looked like super angry. Which fit, because I was a pretty angry person at the time. I mean, like, any time that your friends are dyeing their hair black and green, they're not okay. (laughs) Anytime someone dyes their hair in general, they're typically not okay, and they're using it as, like, to refresh themselves. But it can still be hot. Yeah. Not confound approved. But, uh... But you have no idea how excited I was about getting this jacket, man. I uh, I worked today. I worked my second job. Uh, and so I wasn't at my regular job, which is where I had them send the uh, hoodie to because I'm only there. Like, that's the only place I'm at during mail hours. So I figured if they're going to send it, send it there so I can go ahead and get it. And... Uh, They texted me and told me it came in, and I couldn't wait. I drove like an hour and a half to go get my hoodie. And when I got there, they had Mellow Mushroom held back for me from lunch. So that was a nice surprise. It was. One of our uh, dealers, not of cocaine, but of radiators. Our our local radiator dealer came by and... uh, Got us all mellow mushrooms, so that was pretty good. And uh, did it mellow your mushroom? It definitely did. But this hoodie, I have not been able to stop thinking about how awesome it is because I am obsessed with a little video game called Kingdom Hearts. And if I was in middle school and they had Kingdom Hearts clothing lines, I would have lost my shit. I would have, like. That would be the only things I'd be getting for Christmas, is Kingdom Hearts clothing. You would have had everything Kingdom Hearts. Dude, exactly. 100%. Like, the thing is, when I was a kid, they didn't have boys of all the stuff that I was into. They didn't start making pops of every single, like, franchise. I think my cat just knocked over a piece of pottery. I heard a crash. I heard nothing. Well, maybe I'm on meth, which I'm not. But I will tell you this, Chandler. I've been drinking too much again, and I'm going to stop. How often do I get onto you for that? All the time. But you know what? You telling me doesn't mean shit. Because you're always going to be there nagging me, which is good. It's good. I need nagging. But you should start to listen to it. I started listening when your brother got mad at me. 
Why did he get mad? Because I canceled on hanging out with him because I felt like drinking instead. So, what I have decided to do is uh, sometime this weekend, I will record one last Confound After Dark. That will be my last hurrah. And that will complete the five episodes of Confound Depressed. I mean, sorry, Confound After Dark that you get for signing up on Patreon next year. If you sign up at all, you get the first five episodes. And then we'll figure out how to disperse the rest of them. But it will be my last time partaking in one. It'll be your last time being the (laughs) one drinking. Yes. I will host them, but I will not be drinking. And part of that is... For me, and part of it is for my buddy Jordan. And part of it's of... for his bank account. True. Very true. Completely true. We weren't going to talk about my bank account, but that's very true. The cigarettes, me quitting the cigarettes, that's the bank account. But you know, you started back at that too. Yeah, but I got this one pack that I'm going to try to last me a few days, which is going to be tough because I've got I'm at one pack a day right now. Okay, how about this? I give you two packs a week and that's it. Alright, that's 40 cigarettes divided by 7 days. How many is that a day? 40 divided by 7? Yes. That's 5. 5? Okay. Can you do it? Okay. I think so. Two packs a week. I really need to do less than that. Could could you do one a week? No. I definitely couldn't. I need to quit. Just I know quit. you need to quit, but, but like, you can't do is, a cold turkey like you did last time. That's why you went back. You have yeah. to wing yourself off. Plus the thing is, like I wake up in the night not able to breathe until I get a cigarette. Because of how addicted your body is to the tar and to the tobacco and to the filling of the nicotine, your body wants it. Chandler Miller is going to go on to teach dare classes. No. But he helps. He's like that little lion that they had that we all made fake promises of never doing drugs. You know, I never did dare. Never did but I've dare. never did drugs either. Wow. I signed that little piece of paper saying that I'd never touch a cigarette or drink or look at a weed or like do heroin. And so far, I've done pretty good at not doing heroin. <laughs> I've never touched meth. Man, I like the alcohol. And I like them cigarettes. It's tough, dude. But I can live without alcohol. I've quit it before. Like and you can I just, live without cigarettes. I don't know. I believe in you. Let just, my belief I know, be like, your passion. The reason why like I haven't stopped drinking is because I know I can quit whenever I want to, but I just haven't wanted to. See, and that's the problem. You need to want to. And I do want to. Now that Jordan's getting out. 
because I feel like I need to kind of be there in support of him. Okay. Uh, now that he he's getting out of rehab very soon, and um, Chandler, uh, remind me to talk about season two in a minute of Confound Millennial. On he, on Confound Depressed? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's a little life update, and my life highly revolves around the podcast. Very true. And I'm going to be promoting this episode a little bit more. And even though it's kind of a sad sack of a show, I still want to get it out there. And uh, But you remember what I was saying before I mentioned season two? Jordan. Yes, uh, Jordan gets out by the end of this month, and I want to support him through his sobriety, and I'm not going to drink anymore. Kudos to you. Plus, like I said, I mean, last time it was pretty easy for me to quit. Like, I was grumpy the first couple of days, because when you quit something, like, you quit Mountain Dew. So, do you identify with... Like, for the first couple of days, you really wanted a Mountain Dew? Oh, I died. I died. I lived in my room those first couple of days. Because Were you doing the any kind of, headaches. like, caffeine? I would take Excedrin migraine with caffeine oh, if dang. I needed to. Which, you know, caffeine yeah. headaches are of the devil. So, I had needed to. So, you kind of get what I'm saying. Like, it's not going to be hard it's not going to be like the hardest to do, but it's going to suck. Yes. But I'd do that for my buddy. It's worth it. And now on to information about season two of the confound millennial. And we'll talk a little bit more about this. We talked about it a little bit in episode 94 of the confound millennial. And we'll talk a little bit more in episode 95 about it. But I want to go ahead and talk about next year for Confound Depressed, Downright Hopeful, and next year for the Confound Millennial, and what that's going to look like. And the reason why I'm wanting to update it on this one as well is because there will be 50-ish, 50-ish, at least 50 scheduled episodes of each instead of there being a hundred episodes of uh, the confound millennial and six episodes of confound depressed downright hopeful there will be a Monday release of the confound millennial and then a Friday release of confound depressed downright hopeful and Occasionally, an optional Thursday release for the Confound Millennial, uh, depending on how many episodes I have lined up and uh, guests and all of that good jazz. <clears throat> but there's going to be 50 episodes. We are going to have a new official co host join Chandler and I, and his name is Jordan Downey. Yes, my buddy that I just mentioned getting out of rehab. We are into all the same podcasts. We vibe really well. And I think it's just going to create some amazing content to bring next year. And we got guests lined up, too. We got big guests. 
Like they're not big, big, but they're definitely big for our little operation that we're running out here. And uh, I'm I'm so stoked. I mean, these are people from bands that I absolutely love that over the past couple of years have meant so much to me and bands that I've just discovered this year that already I love so much. And it's exciting to see this little podcast come so far in a year, these two little podcasts. And watch me get famous off of this one somehow, and not the Confound Millennial, but hey, whatever, I'll take it. I just got to learn how to talk to myself in a room by myself. I mean, you're doing pretty good. Or I got to rope Chandler in like every week, like just sit here. It's okay. I'll get you Taco Bell. But you know, it might be a little harder to do that now. Yeah, we're, uh, we, we talked a little bit about the uh, Confound Depressed. That's me. We talked about, you know, kind of the mood going forward. But remember, there is also a second part to the name, Downright Hopeful. And that is why I've brought Chandler in this week. Because I've been Confound Depressed. I've been sleeping all the time. I hadn't really been talking to anybody. But Chandler over here, he has shined a little light of hope into my life because things are going well for him, and I like seeing things go well for him. So I'm going to pass it on over to Chandler to give a little Channy Chan life update. Gosh. Okay. So let's see. Where do I want to start with this? If you listen to the Confound Millennial, You'll see in a couple episodes that there was a surprise coming in my life and, you know, we weren't saying what it was. And that surprise was I had bought an engagement ring. I thought it was a puppy. Bark, bark. Sorry. I had bought an engagement ring and I didn't know when I was, well, I knew when I was going to do it. Long story short, she had told me a story and ended up. Of that story, she didn't want me to propose at her graduation. So I was like, okay, well, let's figure something else out. And um, with my background being high in Christian beliefs and um, whatnot, and hers as well, I was like, you know what? I'm going to read a couple Bible verses and then go to a scripture about love. Did it. Went to the one about love went on to talking about um, love between me and her, and then I proposed. She said yes, so I'm now officially engaged. Woohoo! So that is our hopefulness of this podcast. Yes, and I'm very hopeful that I'll get to dress up nice and fancy in a tux. I'm going to be the ring bearer, right? I get to dress up like Frodo Baggins and <coughs> um, I and mean, I don't know about being a ring bear because ring bears are normally young. I'm young. I'm hip. I play Fortnite. You actually don't. No, but I'm about to. Why? Because my little bro is getting a PlayStation 4. Oh, you're going to play with Connor? 
Yep. Me and my little bro, we gonna we gonna get some PlayStation going on. Play some noobs. Yeah. I'm trying to talk my mom into getting them Call of Duty. <laughs> what if she buys something one you don't have? I'll talk her into buying two Call of Duties. <laughs> Besides, he doesn't need the new one. The one I've got's bad enough for a ten year old. Bad. Yeah, legs getting blown off. Which one do you have? Black Ops 4. Okay. But you got engaged. I did. Me and about three guys from Xbox are all going to fit into one best man suit. And we're excited for you. Um, you One guy from Xbox. Oh. Just one guy in one suit? I mean... Because I was hoping we'd get a really big suit. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, okay? Really big suit. I have multiple people to pick from the best man and multiple people to pick for a groomsman. And Megan's like, hey, you only have this many because I only have this many people. And I'm like, okay. Here's the deal. Ooh, I just thought of the best idea. What's that? We'll talk about that on the Confound Millennial. Okay. It's, uh, I mean, I'll go ahead and say it, but we can dive in deeper to it later. Um, yeah, so I'm going to become an ordained minister and I'm going to take this mic up to the pulpit. I'm going to hook two other mics to the pulpit and we're going to podcast your whole wedding. She would kill you. She'd kill me if I became an ordained minister and married y'all so you didn't have to pick on best men. It was just like, oh, servants in the wedding anyways. She wants her grandfather to do it. Well, I ain't her grandpappy, but I got gray hair. Actually, you don't. I shaved my head. Dude, I got some white coming in on the beard. So much. Like, I was stressed so bad between the ages of 18 and 21 that my hair turned white. And fell out. Yes. Like, like I, legit fell out. Not even kidding by that. And when I shaved my head, um, it was dyed black, like I mentioned earlier, and some of the roots fell onto my lap. And I picked it up, and I held it up to my dad, who was shaving my head. I was like, am I losing my mind, or is this pure white? Like, it wasn't gray. My hair was white. Sounds like you had a tough life. Yeah. It's a hard knock life for us. It's, uh, dude, life is hard being our age. Like being in that 18 to, like life is hard being a teenager too. But it's, it's like life starts out hard. You're a baby, you don't know what's going on, and then it gets easy. You're a kid, you can do whatever you want for the most part. I was about to say, not whatever you want, but you covered that. And then you become a teenager, and you start getting hit with emotions and stuff that you don't know how to deal with. And at that point, you also think you're tough shit. Yeah, you think you're tough shit. And you also think you ain't shit at the same time as a teenager. And then you get 18 to 25-ish in this age range. 
that we're in and you get, for lack of better term, dick slapped by life. I mean, that's pretty accurate. It's horrible. And people take it differently and it changes people. And a lot of the friends that I have, it's changed them for good, but it hasn't left without scars. But here I am to say, we are making it. And Chandler's making it. He's engaged. He's got a life ahead of him. I've got a podcast I love that is about to enter into just a whole new level of podcastery. Shh, don't tell anyone. He's going to propose to the podcast. I would propose to this podcast. You know, as a kid, I used to say I was going to propose to a salt shaker because I love salt so much. That could kill you. Yeah, and I have proposed to girls before that could kill me. It's not very rare. Um, But I think... We got anything else, Jan? Was there anything that I said that I wanted to talk about at any point that I didn't talk about? I mean, you were kind of just stopped mid-sentence talking about life. Oh, yeah. It sucks, but it's okay. It's uh, What you got to do is stop trying to make your life happy and figure out what makes you happy. If that makes sense. it's Everybody keeps focusing on the future at our age. And it's not just the future. It's the now, too. The now like, matters more than the future. But the future does matter. Like, it's... What it is, is... It's like... There's a certain amount of suffering you'll accept. Accepting that it'll make your future better. But don't push yourself so hard that you don't have anything fun left. You've got to have fun. And that's what this podcast is for me, is fun. Not necessarily this podcast, because I may come out and say some really dark shit on here. Because that's just what happens. Like These past couple of weeks have been tough as hell for me. But I'm here and I'm podcasting and I'm I don't want to end it this way but I'm going to I'm confound depressed but I'm downright hopeful <laughs>